listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the Chicago Blackhawks opening night game against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending champs. It was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. There's no other words to describe it. This is literally the dark ages. We are entering the dark ages of Chicago Blackhawks hockey. You hate to see it. You hate to see everything about this happen. It's one of those things where... You know, you're good for so long and you take you take it for granted. You really don't soak in the moment. The three Stanley Cups in six years, you just don't you you, you just don't understand what you're really holding on to and, and, and what you're losing. And and losing guys like Jonathan Taze, Corey Crawford, Brian Bickle, uh Marion Hosa and Brandon Saad, Patrick Sharp, and so many others due to shortened careers, not having enough money, um retirements like Johnny Oduya and so many others. You really do hate to see it, and especially losing someone, your captain and Jonathan Tays to a, uh, an undisclosed illness. You you really you really hate to see it, and it's and it's a full blown rebuild. I really hate to see it. It's something that you know you can't really um, predict or 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 work for. You can't you can't really predict that Jonathan Tays is going to get injured, not injured, um, get an illness. You can't predict that Marion Hosa is going to get a random allergy to his equipment and has to forcefully retire or or that Corey Crawford is going to get injured to the point where you know his concussions and all that stuff is leading to him probably retiring or Brian Bickle getting MS. Uh, I can go on and on. There's just so many unfortunate events that have occurred and and they're just aging. And that's 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 that's, that's hockey. That's sports, you know, guys age, guys get older. There's so many things we really don't know about um and it's really sad. It's really sad. We don't. We can't predict the future. And you know, they just extended the head coach, and I, I hated that decision. I think the Blackhawks shouldn't have extended him. I think that's a ridiculous decision, especially after losing five to one tonight. Um, it, it was rough. It was really rough. I really don't know um, how Jeremy Collison really got extended. This seems just more like a Stan Bowman decision. It makes no sense to me. I don't even understand why Joe Quinville was fired in the first place. You lost all of that. There's nothing to say. There's also rumors going around that Brent Seabrook is unfit to, to start the season. He just, it, it's just looking really rough. It's looking really rough right now. And there's nothing I can say um, to make that game sound good or make an excuse, whether it's Jonathan Tays not playing or not. It's rough. They scored three goals in the first quarter, or in the first period, I'm sorry. They scored one goal in the second and, and one goal in the third. It's it's just really upsetting. And we didn't, Dylan Strom is the only reason we even got on the board with this weird ping pong kind of kind of hit it like bounced off literally everybody and then went into the goal it was a weird goal congrats to Dylan Strong for being the first Blackhawks goal of the 2021 season and the only goal um it, it was just really rough we don't have a goaltender i like um i like our depth at goalie i think there's different guys we can try out throughout the year but Malcolm Subin Malcolm Subin and Colin, Colin uh, Delia I mean, I think it's just going to be rotated throughout the year. I think Malcolm had a really rough go. This was, was the Stanley Cup champions of 2020, so you have to take that into consideration. Um, but the sad part is, the sad part is, is we won the Stanley Cup in 2015 to who? Against who, I should say. The Tampa Bay Rays. And, and they have sustained success for the last five to six years. And it is exactly what we did. But the difference was... And I'll, I'll say it from time and time again that us bringing back guys, you know, trading guys like Artemi Panarin to get guys like Brandon Saad um, will always be the fall of us. It really will. We had so many good guys. We had Schmaltzy. Um, we, let go, we let go of Shawzi and brought him back, you know, at an at a older age. 
we, we let our Timmy Panarin go. We let so many other guys go. And, and in return, just for guys like Andrew Luck, uh, not Andrew Luck, I'm sorry, Andrew Ladd. What am I talking about? Andrew Luck. Um, <laughs> Andrew Ladd, uh, Marcus Kruger to return, Brandon Saad to return, and Andrew Shaw to return, which I love the Andrew Shaw return because he's one of my favorite players. But as an owner, would I have done that? I'm not sure. Um, it's just, and not an owner as a GM, it's just really, really baffling to me to think that Stan Bowman not only made all these decisions, but then got promoted to president of operations or whatever he is right now. It's just, it's really frustrating to see that happening. It's really frustrating to know that this is what the next five to six years is probably going to look like. They're, they're definitely not going to get rid of Stan. Rocky seems to love Stan. They're not going to get rid of Jeremy. They, they just extended him to, I believe, a two-year deal for literally nothing. I don't understand why. Um, my, my process, my thinking of that is that's going to be the rebuild, you know, that's going to be the rebuild coach. That's someone we're going to have until we're ready to win. But my problem with that is we're going to get all these picks and we're going to get these guys who are going to have to be developed. Do I trust Jeremy to develop these guys? No, I trust him to lose. I trust him to help us lose. Um, we really don't even know what's going to happen with Jonathan Taze. That's the issue. There's no timeline for his return right now. And I think the biggest thing I'm afraid of right now is he might never return. Um, this illness might be something very serious. It might be something like Daniel Carcillo, Brian Bickle, Corey Crawford, where you just permanently have to retire because of the fact that you're just not healthy enough to play um, because of an illness or something that's going on or a Marion Hosa situation. It seems worse than that, but um, we really don't know. Brent Seabrook. I really want to get into Brent Seabrook and talk about that because that is very interesting. Um, Brent Seabrook did not was not skating the other day. Um, it's just, it's really, it's really interesting. I don't understand what's happening. There's no timetable for his return. They just say he's unfit for hockey right now. And, and he has such this huge contract, and that's on Bowman as well, because he's like, what, 36 years old, if I'm not mistaken? Brent, uh, Brent Seabrook is older than our head coach right now. He's older than Jeremy. And that's, and that's the, one of the main issues, is because you can't have somebody younger than you trying to lead a group of boys, trying to lead a group of men. You can't. When you're a boy yourself, and, and granted, he's some 30-something years old, but when you're in a league with guys like Jonathan Tays, Patrick Kane, you need to have credentials. You need to be that guy. And, and honestly, we did not go after that guy. We, got, we went after the cheap route. We got an old ex-NHL player, and there's no, there's no other way around that. There's nothing else I could say to make that make sense. Um, the Chicago Blackhawks, in my opinion, are about to full send rebuild. And honestly... Um, love Jonathan Tays, love Patrick Kane, love Duncan Keith. Free him, let him go. Honestly, it's it's what's right. It's what's right for them. You, I personally, I would send uh, Kaner back to Buffalo so he can go live in his hometown, finish his career out there, um, and then maybe sign him back. You know, I like got a one-year deal so he can retire at Blackhawk. But try to get whatever you can for these guys. And you hate to see that. You you know these guys are lifetime Blackhawks. Um, they always will be. They spent ten plus years here. But at the end of the day, Stan Bowman says it all the time. It's a business. And, and if you're willing to trade out Timmy Panarin for Brandon Saad, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're willing to get anything you can to get back from Patrick Kane. Um, honestly, you don't, obviously, you don't trade Johnny right now until you find out what's going on with him, whether he retires or not. But if he does come back, I mean, a year or two from now, you still might want to look into that, see what you can get for that. Now, Brent Seabrook, you, you just pray the guy retires. You're not going to get nothing for Brent Seabrook right now, not on that contract, not at that age, um, and not with the issues that we're having right now. Now, Duncan Keith, Duncan Keith is interesting because there were rumors going around a, a year or two ago that you know we could move Duncan Keith. 
Uh, I think it's a little too late now. Duncan really just he's you know he's Duncan Keith. He, he's always gonna be the man on the on the on the defensive line that you know you love and you'll go to war with. But he's not the man he was of old. He is slower. He is not as fast. I still love him. He's one of my favorites. It was always Duncan Keith and Andrew Shaw for me. Those are my boys, um, without question. Kaner as well. But you know I wasn't you know too big on him. You know what I mean? Um, like I loved him, but he just wasn't my guys. You know that was Shawzy and Dunks. But it's really unfortunate to see that happen. It's really unfortunate to see what's going on with the Blackhawks right now. And honestly, there's nothing else I could really say to make it make sense. I mean, Subin is not the answer. Um, <laughs> Dalia is not the answer. We need a new goalie. I, I honestly do think, um, you know, we're kind of strapped salary cap wise and only just because of the Seabrook stuff and Kaner and Johnny and just so many others. Um, but if, if we're tanking like full send, honestly, I would try to get our, our top goalie right now in this year's draft. If we can get a top pick, I would use it on a goalie. And I know that's saying, you know, like that's kind of crazy thinking about it, but it's really not. It's really not at the same time because we still do have talent on this team. I truly do believe that. By the time we're ready to compete again, if we could still have Johnny and Taser performing, um, not Johnny and Taser, uh, Johnny and Kanan performing on a high level, I think that would be very interesting to see if, you know, we can go for one more run with them, like like in Washington, you know what I mean? With um, Ovechek. It's going to be really interesting it's going to be, sorry, I burped there, <laughs> but um, I really don't know what else to say about this Blackhawks team. I, there's nothing to say. There's nothing to do. There's nothing. And I know I sound a little, it's late right now. It's like 1046 PM. I just finished the game. I uh, got a little headache. So I'm sorry if I do sound a little off right now, but um, there's just, I'm going to keep this video short and there's really nothing else I could say. I think as Blackhawk fans, we just have to Except that the next few years of Blackhawks hockey is going to be a total, total bust. It is not going to be fun. It is not going to be special. It is not going to be what it was. We just have to mentally prepare ourselves for that. And, and that's okay. That's, what it, that's how you build a great team. You have to start from something. You have to start from the bottom. But, you know, if we get Kirby Doc back and we get others back for next year and we have them at full send, if we get one solid goalie, a few uh, defensive linemen, and, and, we're, and we're solid. We'll be in. But until then, that's all I got for you guys today. This is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Peace out.